And we're live. Welcome to Bet Records, where we talk about hot topics, ideas, and all the shit you really want to hear. All right, we're back for take three. Take three, action. Um, we had some weird uh, stuff going on on the first couple takes. I don't know, there's this weird staticky sound that started playing right when the, the intro ended. It was kind of <laughs> weird, but... And you want to know what that's called? It's like Josh. It's Josh loving the sound of his own voice. Except yeah. it wasn't. But, yeah, uh... okay. Um, maybe the other way around, but, um, but yeah, we got some cool stuff going. Um, first up, we got some, uh, cool stuff. Justin, what did you pick up the other day? I didn't even know that this was a thing. Like, where did you, where did you see this? First of all. So, uh, for the viewers listening at home, I picked up two bottles of Dustin Poirier's hot Louisiana hot sauce. So right after his second victory over Conor McGregor in the in the knockout victory back in Fight Island in yeah. January he came out with his own brand of hot sauce and he came out with a mild version but Trenton a couple taste weeks test? before hold on but okay. then a couple weeks before the trilogy he was saying hmm he was getting a lot of reviews saying that the hot sauce didn't really have much of a punch to it so he came out with the KO edition that has ghost pepper in it and on the website specifically says it packs more of a punch than the one that I knocked out Conor McGregor with. And my overall review of it, I give five stars. I love my hot sauce, and this is some really good stuff right here. Right. If you're on the market, go to heathonest.com, pick up a bottle, whether you want the KO edition or the regular version. Either or, you can't go wrong with either. Trend's about to give the... The pinky, the, the, the pinky dab. Nope. Trent's nope. gonna we'll give. There. Trent's gonna give the mild and, uh, one a try. Once and you go you to that are... shopping cart, make sure you put uh, our promo code of bet spelled B E T T. You'll probably get zero percent off, but uh, hey, it doesn't hurt. Uh, here yep. we go. Bottom Give it up. a try. You're not gonna be disappointed. How's that one? Right on the tongue. I made sure you know we uh, get the whole effect there. I was one one lick. Everybody knows the rules. Well, yep, yep. yep one it lick. Gives one you, lick. The first thing I noticed after trying the mild version, it gives you kind of like occasion kind mm-hmm. of taste yeah because when you think of louisiana hot sauce i really like the mild hmm. yeah i'm not gonna lie the, i really like that one so the louisiana hot sauce is louisiana style really meant for um putting them on okay. fried chicken or any of those family meals which is why hot sauce was invented it's not wing sauce it's just hot sauce and now trend's gonna sample the ko edition that has ghost peppers in it to me it's really not that hot but at the same time once it goes once you take one lick, it is very delicious, but then it gives you that sense of heat that you're looking for in a hot sauce. Yep. Yeah, I it's was going to say. It's not bad The at sense all. of heat you're looking for, <laughs> I ain't looking for none of that, bro. I was going to say, I'm not a big sauce person, so the first one was good, and I you know, I like mild salsa and whatever, so uh, it was pretty good. I only did a little dab there. Justin's going to go ahead and put some on his uh, brat or hot dog, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, there, there we go. Cheers, Cheers buddy. Wild Country 99 brats. That's some good ass hot sauce. Shout out to Dustin Poirier. Yeah, I would say it's two, if not three times hotter than the last one, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure as hell is good, though. I wouldn't drink water. That's just going to make it worse. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to sit here and suffer. You will now listen to me suffer for an hour. Hey. you guys feel about the stock market? starts swelling up. How did you guys do it? But in all seriousness, I highly recommend this hot sauce. Yeah. It's really good. Great flavor and very tolerable heat. So mm-hmm. if you want to get a pair, go on to heathonest.com and find it there. There you go. Make sure to put that stuff. promo code in as well B-E-T-T. when you get in that shopping cart. That is B-E-T-T for a 0% discount. There you go. Not sponsored yet. Not sponsored yet, but soon to be sponsored. So, I don't know if you guys do this, but every time... So, like, every time I make a brat, you know, they come packaged, and they're kind of like... They kind of got that, like, bow and arrow look to them, right? Yep, yeah. So, the arc. So, whenever I put it in the bun, it always, like, sticks out fucking stupid, right? Yep. So I don't know if I'm the only one who does this, but every time I get a brat, I actually take both ends and I pull it down and it makes a crack in the middle and then it like flattens out the the brat so it fits in the bun nice. So it doesn't have that stupid fucking arc to it. It's very funny that you say that. I actually did the same thing. What? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say, does anybody else do that? Because I was, 
I've been doing it for like a week now, and I'm like, God, I bet that's kind of weird. Like, I bet nobody does that, but... I've never heard of that. Yeah. Well, so, I'm used to... Um, because it makes usually, sense. Usually it sits up like this in the fucking thing, but then right. if you pull it down like that and make the little slit in it, then it... You know, now you're holding it down it with both sides of your fingers, but yeah. I yeah, guess but then it levels <laughs> it out, you know? Well, yeah. also, when I think of brats, the only time I really eat brats is when I go to a baseball game, because mm-hmm. they prepare... They prepare like big ones, mm-hmm. like yep. the foot longers that do the that, wipe that Those fucking smirk like. off your face right <laughs> now. <laughs> hey Justin, hey Justin, do you like fish sticks? No. Oh. Wow. Oh. Right, well, that segment was fun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Way to go, Justin. We're done. <laughs> how did you? Uh, how did you like the circus thing, Josh? That was I cool. Went, uh, that Thursday. was cool. No you, Saturday. Top marks. Um, I thought I've never been to like an actual circus. I've been to like Cirque du Soleil. Um, that's more of like a performance than anything. Yeah. Whereas this was purely like a fucking circus, dude. Like, dude, I was shitting bricks when the dude, um, went on the target and he had the chick blindfolded yep. and she put the air, bow and arrow on her shoulder so she and got told, him. told her where to aim. I was like, yeah, I was sitting there with my mouth open for like the whole bit. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way they're actually going to do this. Yep. So yeah, the the dude, there's like an archer dude. I'm pretty sure they were husband and wife. I kind of thought you could tell at the end, but mm-hmm. um, basically she stood, you know, in front of a platform or a backboard target thing, and you know, put the apple on her head and shot it with the arrow, which was stupid dope too. Yeah. Um, they had little balloons, and not only did they shoot the balloons, but then they shoot, shot the like ribbons, you know, so the mm-hmm. balloons float up in the air. Yep. Um, but then yeah, she turned around, had the crossbow behind her back blindfolded the whole time and he was yelling at her where to shoot and shot it down left right yeah yep um did they do the um same thing with uh like a a person from the crowd for the arrow thing too was okay was yours like a a six foot tall bald guy um did he have a hat was maybe yeah like a like a did he have like an old old dude's hat on like a like a trucker cap no was he bald um not completely he was balding did your guys go around? Did your guy go around and like make fun of all the bald people? I don't think so. I don't know. Dude, he did that with the crowd. So he <laughs> he went and he goes, "Oh, so shiny!" <laughs> and then he he started to walk back towards the stage and he went, "Oh!" And he rubbed that guy's head. And then he went over to another guy's head and he goes, "Oh!" And then he rubbed that guy's head too. Funny. And he goes, "You're almost there. Give it a few years to a guy with like a little bit of hair." Funny. <laughs> No, I don't, man, you know, maybe that was just that crowd, you know, that showed up and shit. Um, my, I would say, probably my favorite part was the fucking, I don't know what they're called, the big, like, um, trapeze circle ball things, and they spin in the air and shit. He he runs like a hamster in the wheel, and then he jumps on the outside. Mm, That one was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I like the one where the dude had the elastic straps, and then he was, like, shooting himself into the air or whatever. What? You know, where he, like... He, like, pulled himself up, or the, the machine, like, pulled him up, and then he let himself go, and he, like, ran all over the ring with the elastic strap. Okay, maybe not. Maybe you missed that part. No, I either missed that part, or maybe it's different every time. I wouldn't Same think thing. so. Same yeah, thing. I wouldn't think so. But pretty cool, though. It Definitely a dope. kid's thing. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Though. Yeah, no, it was dope. I and thought it would be kind of stupid, but... Yeah, I kind of was like, ah, oh, it just would be something to do and whatever, or something different, you know, and people and shit, but... <laughs> I'm super glad I didn't, like, I bought the fucking back two row seats, I bought the front one in front, but I'm glad I didn't spend more money, because that place was, like, it every, wasn't supposed to be huge, but, yeah. Those, the th- third row chairs were super fucking uncomfortable, though, holy really? shit, dude. I'm sure they were all the same, I mean, ours were two, there was padding, but it was like, the my ass still hurt. Yep, yep, that too. Came yep. in clutch. Did you see how much shit they were trying to sell it that day? Oh, yeah. Dude, there were, like, every, like, ten seconds, a vendor would come by and be like, Light sticks? Yep. Light sticks? Glow slushy? Slushies? <laughs> butt scratcher? Dude. Get your butt I, scratcher I be surprised, bro. They sold uh, Bumblebee tickets? Dude, they had to make a killing off that. Bro. Yeah, that shit was dope. It was like we 10 bucks a ticket. kids lined up? Uh, the, we left for the intermission before everyone else did, so I didn't even really watch bro, it. Bro, there probably like dips. 50, 60 kids in line. I believe it. I believe it. 10 bucks a pop? Yeah. 600 bucks? Ooh. 20 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's a pretty decent deal. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, but, so we're going to get into a couple things today. Some real news. To start, 
to start things off, fresh out of from the FBI, the FBI has assigned a new fugitive to their top 10 most wanted list. After a year of Yasser Saeed being captured, he has finally been replaced on the 10 most wanted list by Octaviano Juarez Cuero, who is wanted for two murders and three attempted murders in the city of Milwaukee. I don't even have headphones on. That's annoying the shit out of you. <laughs> in on Memorial Day of 2006, Cuero went to a to a public park in South Milwaukee to see his wife and they were in the process of their divorce and he showed up uninvited to a Memorial Day picnic where he demanded his wife to uh, see their three-year-old daughter and keep in mind Quirrell and his wife are in the final stages of the divorce he asked to see the kid when showing up to the picnic the wife refuses and he bears a handgun and pulls it out and demands that five to six people get on their knees. And right before they had time to get to their knees, he opened fire, killing two people and critically wounding three. And after that, he fled. Damn. He has not been seen since. He is believed to be in Mexico right now, but also has ties to Wisconsin and California. There's a hundred dollar. There's a one hundred thousand dollar reward for information leading to his capture. And as with any fugitive, he should be considered armed and extremely dangerous. So, if you know of this person, um, or know someone that resembles him, be sure to call your local FBI office, and let's get this guy off the streets. Yeah, anyone that looks like him, go get that reward, buddy. Yeah. $100,000, that's a life-changing amount of money yeah, just Justin, for turning a guy in. I was going to say, you, you, I could see it, Justin, if I just kind of squinted my eyes and tilted a little bit. There's a, there's a 100K picture right there, Josh. Oh, dude. Uh, some information about him. How's that guy looks? Uh, some information about Quoro. He has black hair with brown eyes. He's approximately five five to five seven, weighing approximately hundred and eighty to two hundred pounds, and he is a Hispanic nationality. He's Mexican. And he speaks English and Spanish. He's known to wear a mustache and sometimes a beard. Is it like a like? So a, be on the lookout. Is, is it, it like a fake mustache that he's known to wear, or is it like a real mustache he always wears? Would you nope, say Would you mustache. say his mustache connects to his beard? It or? doesn't. It, it does doesn't not. Say. But he does have a coat. It probably doesn't connect. Nope, it doesn't. Does connect. he have a soul patch like right below his lip? Yep. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. He does. Yep. And he has short brownish, blackish hair. Huh? Yep. And the FBI did mm. release brown age, eyes age too. Prosh- age. Prosh- progression photographs mm. of him mm-hmm. to I give you an say, idea of what he looks like again yeah. he's believed to be in mexico but he, he still a, has a ties guy? he still has ties to wisconsin in california and he's between 180 and 200 pounds does he drink a lot of beer i don't know it doesn't say that oh, does he vape i don't know i don't say we could like uh you know like bribe him with is some beer from, or something is he from uh glastonbury no he is not oh. he's from milwaukee wisconsin damn so be on the lookout <laughs> If you see a man resembling, do not confront him. Just call your local FBI office or submit a tip online or call 1-800-FBI. Can I call Ghostbusters? No. That won't work. What's Ghostbusters' number? 1-800-GHOST? I feel like that's right. That's too many other than that, Who are you going to call Ghostbusters? Like, what's their number? But other than that, we had a crazy week one in the NFL. It was crazy, wasn't it, guys? Fuck yeah, dude. I won my matchup in fantasy this week. I know Josh lost. Yep. Josh and is a loser. You, bitch. <laughs> you lost by a shit ton. Shut up. You I only scored like much. 80 points. I scored almost 100. I lost two, I lost by five points. Yeah, you're bad. And which player did the best for you? <sighs> my team... You know, we did fine, honestly. Um, it just was fucking Tennessee got rocked by Cardinals defense that week, so Julio Jones and Tannehill did nothing for me. Um, I believe my best performer was McCaffrey. Uh, he had a little bit over 20 points. Yeah, 23 points, no touchdowns, but he had almost 200 yards rushing and receiving combined. And I can't believe, um, I think it was Finished last number Thursday. number one running back this week. It was last Thursday we predicted the Titans and Cardinals game to be a shootout. It was anything but that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just as surprised as everyone else is. They shit on them, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. It was a 
It was a pretty wild Sunday, honestly. Yeah, 13 to 8 was the final of that game. Kyler Murray, number one fantasy quarterback for this week, though. You know yep. who I'm also shocked about? Tyrod Taylor. Holy fuck, dude. And Houston winning. Ripped it up. Holy crap, dude. I did not see that coming. Neither no. did I. And I'll tell you what else I didn't see. Jameis Winston throwing for five touchdowns and yeah. a victory over the Packers. And Aaron Rodgers having a 30-something uh, QBR. 32. Yeah. I, I read a stat that it was like, if you literally snap the ball and just throw and it, throw it, it the at dirt. the ground, you'll have a higher QBR than he did that week. Yep. I saw another stat um, for Rodgers last year. I believe he threw five interceptions, and that game alone he threw two. Yeah. Yep. So um, that game ended Saints 38 points, Packers 3 points. Do you think it was just an off week? I mean, I the Saints know, defense bro. was good, but like... I think it was an off week. I saw a bunch of statements from like Packers media, and they were saying just, it's one game, don't panic. Every team's yep. going to have a bad week. Yep. Like, do you remember back in 2014, uh, Monday Night Football, Chiefs versus Patriots, where the Chiefs absolutely obliterated the Patriots... And media say media goers were saying this is it. This is the cliff for Tom Brady. Seven years later, look at him now. Yeah, it could just be an over dramatic statement by the media saying that this is it. But only time will tell. I believe that it was just a really bad week for the Packers, and they will bounce Three back. Three points, though, Jesus. Yep. Yeah, I know. I dump your Packers stock while you can. Holy shit! They have a pretty easy game coming up soon. Yeah, I believe, well, and here's the thing. I believe they played Detroit, yep, um, next Monday night. Uh, that's not an easy game. I don't think that's easy as well. They almost oh, yes, gave it, it to the fucking, Detroit uh, almost won. they almost beat San Francisco. So San, yeah, San Francisco was winning. San Francisco is a stout defense. Yeah, they were winning like 30-some to 10, Which, I believe. And we then... know Green Bay has no defense. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't, after this week, I don't know. If Green Bay doesn't turn around, they're going to turn into a pretty fucking bad team. Because I, th- I think the Bears, the Vikings, and the Lions are all pretty decent teams this year. Yeah, because and even Jared Goff's first game, he got almost 30 points, 29.9 points. Didn't have one interception, but had two two-point conversions because yeah. they were, you know, down and trying to catch up. Uh, also had over 300 passing yards and three touchdowns for passing uh, for Goff as well. Finished number three quarterback this week yeah. for fantasy. Um, right above Jameis Winston, who... Um, we did talk about it a little bit there. Do you think Jameis is gonna be on fire the rest of the year? No, I think th- I think, think he it was, was a one really game? a one off. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just got lucky against a shitty defense. See, I don't know if, if I agree with that. Like, if you look at Jameis Winston's career, he's always been a guy who knows how to sling the ball. But now he's with the Saints, a good coach, a good system. Alvin Kamara in the backfield, and he looked stellar throwing the ball on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? He could be a sleeper this season to be be a pro bowler. Yeah, you never, I mean, you never know. But you know somebody you can't sleep on? Matty Stafford. Holy shit. Yep. Those Rams look fucking intense, dude. They just walked all over those guys. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, they played the Bears, won 34-14 this week. They looked really good. Hey, on all levels. Hey, but we saw Justin Fields throw a touchdown. I mean, I think that was his only play of the game. Yeah. Nah, I, he had a couple. I think he ran for a couple yards, too, at one yeah. point. But I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, and same thing with San Francisco. Sure, throw Trey Lance in there and throw a touchdown. Oh, now we got a highlight reel for him, you know what I mean? But the fuck? Are, are we doing two running back sets, two tight end sets, and now two quarterbacks, two quarterbacks for every yeah. team? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Neither I, right now, none of those guys in any of those teams are you know fantasy relevant for quarterbacks yeah. at all. Yeah, um, I want to touch them. I was gonna say someone else talking about quarterbacks that did super good is the Eagles and Jalen Hurts yeah, uh, beat the Falcons. Yep, beat the Falcons thirty-two to six. Hurts finished top six for quarterbacks this week with twenty-eight points. Had three passing touchdowns, a little bit over two fifty passing yards as well. Um, who's the Devonte Smith? I yeah, went off too. Yeah. He got a touchdown yep. and what, 100 yards, I think, or something. something? Like that, yeah. So. I'm not. Uh, I'm not as impressed with him. The Falcons are notoriously garbage. Yeah. So it's like they hype up every team, you know, make everybody look good. So I'm not as impressed with the Jalen Hurts one. I think people are rating him a lot higher than they should be. Yep. I still think it was a really good game, yep. but I don't think he's what like. He's all that in a bag of chips. I, th- yeah. I think he's definitely like a Jared Goff-esque guy at this yep. point, but I don't think he's like 
you know, I don't think he's like a Patrick Mahomes where you have to start him. And right. And the big thing is, you know, he had a little bit over 60 rushing yards after seven attempts, which definitely helps his fantasy score. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, he, they played against the Falcons. Um, fucking Matt Ryan did dog shit. Calvin Ridley, I don't even think he got more than six or seven points there. Um, do you think, as a Ridley owner, if someone were to own Ridley, they should be concerned and maybe get rid of him? Or are we just, you know, is the lesson today, hey, it's fucking week one? I think it's, I think week one, I think a lot of people are going to bounce back. I do think we saw some winners and losers. Yep. Um, losers, for sure, being the car, or the Ravens. Holy shit, that Monday night game. That was yep. nuts, dude. Yep. That was nuts. I watched that last night, too. Overtime, Raiders came back. That play at the end. So I actually read something where the coach couldn't find the kicker in time, which is why that little yeah. blip at the end happened. Because he was practicing in the fucking net on the other side of the field, and the coach was like, where's our kicker? Yeah. He's just fucking practicing. In. So they didn't put him in, and they ran the offense. Faked him out. They figured, oh, the defense is like, oh, they're going to run it for one more. Threw a little fucking rainbow pass in the end zone. That was game over. So that was a kind of exciting way to finish it off, especially first home game in the new Raiders Stadium in Vegas. The home crowd there. That stadium's nuts. Yeah, I think they said on air that they had AC in the stadium. I heard at one point, which is kind of interesting. Did you also see at the beginning of the game who introduced uh, the Raiders? Bruce Buffer. Really? For Las Vegas. Oh, that's funny. He nice. did his whole shtick that he does for the UFC. It's nice. time. Introducing yeah. Las Vegas Raiders. That's cool. That's cool. Nice. I saw Charles Woodson booling with the owner of the Raiders up in the box. Yep. I mean, yeah. It was pretty cool. That was definitely that's definitely a tit stadium, dude, for sure. Yeah. Uh Justin, who was your uh worst performer and your best performer on your team this week? My worst performer was Robert Tanyan, tight end for Green Bay Packers, but that's... It's still that week, week one. You can just say that, yeah. Yep. My best performer was my quarterback, Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. Uh, four passing touchdowns, 254 passing yards. My best receiver was DeAndre Hopkins with two receiving touchdowns, helping lead the Cardinals, flying to an easy victory over the Tennessee Titans. And I was a little skeptical about... So I had to make the decision for my flex... I chose between Juju Smith-Schuster and DJ Chark Jr. for the Jaguars. Yeah, that's tough. And I just took a gamble, and I said, okay, let's see what Chark's got. And he put up 16 points. Nice. And Juju put up only seven. Yep. And told you. I while I was at work, I was watching the Jaguars game, and I was like, there's no way Chark's going to put up any points. And then he finally caught a touchdown, but other than that, he didn't do much of anything. Mm-hmm. I think it was a really rough week one for trevor lawrence well yeah i mean you you didn't ex- i didn't really expect him to do anything honestly and especially going against a houston team that's firing in all cylinders i mean there's not much you can do being your first ever game you know yeah oh, i saw yeah. something that was like trevor lawrence's first loss since mm-hmm. high school football yep. he never <laughs> he didn't lost lost regular i mean or, yeah his first regular season yes yeah that's career. what i meant he never lost in high school either but um what did we think about the vikings game um, before we get into your team, Josh, um, we wa- I watched that one going to overtime a little bit. Bengals pulled that head 27-24 to at the end with the field goal there. I mean, we had some fucking bullshit calls with not only Jefferson and the short touchdown, Cook at the end with the fumble. I mean, I it could it was pretty much on the fence, I thought at least, that fumble at the end. It could have gone either way. What do we, what do we think from our uh, hometown team here? They're fucking dog shit? No, I just think, <laughs> no, it's just bad luck. Yeah. I, that was a good game. I yeah. There's nothing bad about it. It's just kind of the same thing, except they didn't get shit on. That's true. They didn't get blown out. That's yeah. true. It was a close game. Bad bad turn of events. That shit happens. Yeah. Were there any rookies that you were impressed with on the Vikings this past uh, week? I have no idea. I didn't watch the game. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I watched Red Zone, but I fell asleep. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking football. Were there any that you saw, Justin? I didn't even see yep. any rookies. I didn't think, but yep. I wasn't paying attention that close. I'll tell you who I was. Games. I will tell you who I was very impressed by, and I sure. was very impressed by New England quarterback Mac Jones. Oh, okay. Oh, no, From all the games, I thought you were saying Vikings. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, like I thought you meant that game. Yeah. Rookies? Oh, no. Well, then I have somebody. 
Yeah, you keep going. But like I was asking, because the Vikings are your team. If there were any like rookies that you had high hopes for, and they actually delivered. I don't think they have any high hope rookies this year. Jefferson last year, but if anyone had the chance to watch the Patriots game, Mac Jones is the real deal. This guy looks so comfortable in the pocket. He's confident in his decisions. He never missed the mark on any of his passes. It's just very unfortunate that they lost the game. Damian Harris fumbled twice, including in the red zone with three minutes left, which ultimately cost the Patriots the game against the Dolphins. But just from reading like news articles from Patriots fans, they feel very high about Mac Jones. They think that he's going to be promising this season and that we will be a ve- that the Patriots will be a very good team. Are you a Patriots fan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you're a Tom Brady uh, bandwagon fan. Nope. So never mind. Oh, Patriots okay. fan. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Good. Josh, top performer on your team. Shittiest performer on your team. What do you got? Uh, top performer is kind of a kind of a toss up. That's kind of how you look at it. Um, technically, points wise, Matt Stafford put up the most points um, for me with 24. But I personally, I think the top performers have to be DeAndre Swift for me. Yeah. Out of Detroit, he put up 20 and a half points in our league at least. Uh, probably a little bit more if you're at a a full PPR league. I think we're yep. only half correct. Uh, yep. Um, yep. So, uh, d- dude's a just a beast. I mean, I knew he was gonna be a beast last year. I drafted him last year as well. I actually ended up dropping him halfway through the year just because after that fumble he had early on, I don't think he really had the same mojo. Um, but he for sure has that shit back. I mean, I I saw a couple of his. Um, the one where Goff dumped it to him and he he made a nice cut in the open field and made him miss and ran it in for the easy touchdown. I mean, that was just a beautiful play. I think, I think Deandre Swift is going to be a monster this year. Um, normal guys, biggest rookie though, Jamar chase, 18 and a half points off the bench. I didn't even play him. Um, it wouldn't really help me if I did play him just because all my, most of my team did fine. Um, but yeah, eighteen points. This guy's—he's Joe Burrow's favorite guy. Um, when he back at LSU, I think he's gonna be a really, really, really good player. I mean, they already got uh, chemistry. They're already firing in all cylinders. I think if Joe Burrow goes in, and they're playing Chicago this week, so I think if they—if Chicago shows up like they did last week, I think he's gonna have a really good game. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, my rookie from my team, Rondale Moore, Arizona Cardinals. A little bit of a sleeper. He only got uh, 8.8 points this week because of no touchdowns. Um, what's the uh, What's the other dude that uh, Christian Kirk, um, both Hopkins and Christian Kirk had almost 22 points for the Cardinals, plus Rondale Moore got 9 points. There's definitely enough volume to go around there. They play against Minnesota in week 2. I'm honestly thinking about plopping him in my flex play this week. Um, you know, if he gets a touchdown, I mean, he's getting an easy 15, 16 points for me. Um, so, you know, that's definitely someone, if he's not picked up in your league, I mean, he's only 25% roster in our current league, or yeah. in Yahoo leagues, I should say. Uh, who are you talking about? Um, Rondale Moore, Arizona mm. Cardinals wide receiver. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So far, so good with him. Jalen Waddle as well this week. Um, grabbed him on my bench as well. Um, he got 14 points this week, only 60 yards, but grabbed that touchdown there as well um, for the Dolphins. Even though they did a lot, uh, no, they did win. They beat the Patriots yep, this week, are. right? Yeah, 16-17. Um, so that was uh, good to see as well for my bench there. Uh, hey Justin, you uh, you how, how much do you want Mac Jones? Huh? How much do you want Mac Jones? On fantasy? Yeah. I'd rather keep Russell Wilson. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, Oops. Russell Wilson is still Russell Wilson. That's true. That's true. I have a question for you guys. Yeah, let's go. What do you got? The top transaction trend on at least Yahoo. I haven't checked ESPN yet. Um, top transaction trend of the day is the Arizona Cardinals defense. Really? How high are you guys on their defense, and where would you think they rank in the defense rankings? Do you think they're the number one defense this year and honestly, moving forward? Honestly, yes. Okay. Did you see Chandler Jones this past week? But to, if you take Chandler Jones out of the equation, what is J.J. Watt. Yeah. Their defensive line is incredible. It's all about sacking the quarterback and mm-hmm. defense. If you can get to the quarterback with a strong defensive line, you're going to have success. Especially in fantasy. Because 
you can only do so much with cornerbacks and safeties and covering. Yeah. But if the defensive line can come in, come in and do their job, put pressure on, then it's going to make the backs game a lot easier. Yep. And if we're looking at a defensive line standpoint, Houston ha- or excuse me, the Cardinals have the best defense. Mm. So you think they're going to be one of the top defenses? This Absolutely. Year? If Chandler Jones keeps it up, which you know, what? I'm going to say it right now. Chandler Jones, defensive player of the year. Think so? Yep. Go. I'm going to say it right now. What if he doesn't get any more sacks? Oh, he will. Yeah. He will. That guy is a dog. And he I was kind of surprised because the Titans' O-line is supposed to be pretty decent yeah. for Derrick Henry, you know? And, I mean, they just ate him up all game. I mean, I watched that one, too, for the most part. And, yeah, I don't even know what Cardinals finished for points-wise. I'm sure they had close to 10 because they didn't fucking score anything either. Uh, the Titans didn't. So, um, you know, if you're streaming defenses, definitely, you know, I would grab them. I think they definitely easily finished top seven for defenses. Um, you know, when it comes to Washington and some of those other teams that are more proven, you know, I might not jump on the gun for Arizona yeah. with that. But uh, I do think that they have a good potential of finishing top five, if not top three even. I wow. just keep uh, moving my rankings up with them. But was definitely impressed with them there. Um, have you guys... Uh, if, if you guys haven't checked out our Instagram, I did post a story of the top waivers for this week. Um, have you guys seen Elijah Mitchell for San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Out on there, he's only owned at two percent of league of leagues, but with Mostert now out for the season with an injury, he is sounding like their main guy back there. Sounds yeah. like Trey Sermon hasn't been performing nope. well or something. Mentioned. Yeah, so they're kind of off the sermon train, but uh, you know maybe keeping them around on your bench might be worth it. It's going to be up to you at that point, you but know. Uh, you know definitely someone to take there. Uh, Mark Ingram as well, eleven mm-hmm. percent um, owned in leagues there. I believe he got what two touchdowns this yep. week. I'm surprised yeah, on that. It up. Yeah, um, he's a reliable running back. Yeah, which is true, he's but not um, a starter. right. And the thing with the Ravens, they had their three top starters. All get injured before week one game. Yeah. Ingram's so. a, ra- a Raven now? Yep. See, it's going to be hard to get points from him because... You have Latavius Murray nope. and Le'Veon nope. Bell. Nope. Tyson Williams. Nope. And because on the Ravens, their best running back is their quarterback. Lamar Jackson. Oh, that's true, too. Yep. Yep, definitely. So that's kind of an interesting one there because Latavius Murray also is owned in almost half percent of leagues. Um, but he is also the top three, uh, you know, look for um, there. Mark Ingram actually is on Houston, I forgot. That's my bad. He's on Houston. Houston had three different running backs scoring touchdowns this week. Weird. Yeah, which is <sighs> fucked up. Uh, Jameis Winston, number four uh, for most pickups on waivers this week as well. Uh, Tim Patrick from Denver, only 1% owned in leagues as well um, up there on the list. Um, did, did you guys watch any of Teddy Bridgewater in that game there? Bits and pieces. Yeah. He looked yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely agree there. Um, I'm trying to see who they played against just because I watch all the games. I so, can't even keep them straight. So I was at the gym. The Giants, t- yep. So I was at the gym today, and I was looking at the TV in between sets, and they were asking a really interesting question that's always being asked every single year because of the circumstances, and that's who's going to win the NFC East this year. Because the last time an NFC East champion repeated a division title was in 2005 with the Eagles winning it twice in a row. Ever since then, no team has repeated as the division champion. Weird. And if I were to answer that, I think it's really going to come down to Washington and Dallas. The boys. How Dallas looked against Tampa, even though they lost, they do look like they have hope. But the Redskins, I've been saying it, are a very underrated team. They can make some noise. They made some noise in the playoffs last year. They made some noise uh, in the regular season leading up to the playoffs. Don't sleep on Washington. But at the same time, we also remember what Dak Prescott did last Thursday. Even in the loss, he he went out of his mind. Yeah, I, I think he got out. more fantasy points than Tom Brady did. Um, Dak, I don't believe he did. I believe Tom Brady actually did score above him. Yep. Um, I did post a uh, top six 
fantasy performances on our Instagram, so go check that out. Tom Brady did finish fifth overall this week, right above Jalen Hurts, and Dak is nowhere to be seen. He might, he probably finished still top ten. He threw yeah. over four hundred um, yards, and I'm because Brady did throw two interceptions. Yeah. Okay, that's another BS thing that I noticed. The two interceptions that Brady threw were, it was one where a receiver should have caught the ball, like it hit his hands and popped up. And obviously yep. the person caught it. And then the second one was just a Hail Mary at the end of the half. Like, yeah. Do you guys think that should even count statistically as an interception? It's an interception. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. I think but, the half one is kind of just dumb for fantasy purposes. But, but at the same time, it still goes in the books. It's still yeah, a tally mark. My biggest thing about that one, so the first one where the player was supposed to catch it and he dropped it, went up in the air and it was intercepted. So when a quarterback throws a pass and a receiver drops it, it doesn't go down as an incompletion. It goes down as a drop. Why shouldn't that be the same for interceptions when it comes to that situation? It's it's true. When it it should be a catch, but they drop it. Possess it was the quarterback is the only rule, unfortunately. I I definitely agree, you know, and it's kind of, you know, something probably that the head office or, you know, I should say the back office kind of thinks like, okay, obviously that wasn't Tom's fault. You know what I mean? We won't give that one to him, you know, Um, or neither of them really. I mean, what else was Tom Brady supposed to do? Um, But I did see something interesting with Mike Evans um, for that game. I believe he only scored like four points that game. Yep. Um, since he, and th- this could be totally wrong, but since he's that receiver on the left side that does kind of a straight out route and most of the time curls back in, Tom Brady loves separation. He loves, you know, a bigger guy and he doesn't like the 50 50 balls. That's all that Mike Evans did with Jameis Winston as his quarterback. You know, that's the Mike Evans that we know. Um, and I feel like at the same time, with Tom Brady's, you know, personality, he likes that slot receiver, Antonio yep. Brown, running across the middle. Yep. He likes the cross of Gronk and Godwin on the outside. They'll do a little cross on the outside. Um, Evans will do a li- quick little hook on, you know, the far left side, and then Tom Brady's just looking at the middle and right side of the field. Evan, I think, only had five targets, I believe, uh, this first week as well. So definitely, you know, something to consider. I mean, you still got to start Evans. I mean, he still did good with touchdowns last year, but feel like uh, some of those other guys are going to be doing well. Do we think Gronk is here to stay on the top of the leaderboard for fantasy? Oh, yeah. He was the top tight end so. this week. As long as he stays healthy. That's fair. That's that fair. Was, that was my biggest concern when he came out of retirement and signed with Tampa Bay. After watching him play for years in New England, seeing how injury prone he was, yeah, he I was, was just ex- I was time. just thinking, like, it's a matter of time like that he gets hurt, but... Then I remembered, like, okay, he took a year off. He let his body heal. Because when I look at Rob Gronkowski, I think of, like, the Bo Jackson of tight ends where he's just too big to be moving that fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple hours ago, I was watching a couple Bo Jackson videos, and that guy was huge. And he was the fastest player in NFL history, when ran a 4.13 40-yard dash. And, but you look at the guy, he, he's built like a linebacker, and he was still able to run that fast. Yeah. It's good, but for that size, it's not really healthy that a person can move that fast. So that was like a big concern with Gronk because of his physique, body weight, and height, that he can make those maneuvers at such big of a size. That's what, what made him so injury prone. Sure. Well, he's a lot lighter now too, isn't he? Yep, he's, he's thinned down a lot, okay. so yeah. maybe that'll help. Uh, looking ahead to week two, uh, three games. So I'm doing a pick 'em league for work, and you got to pick, you know, one of the two teams to win and shit. I know a bunch of other people are doing it. Um, a couple matchups I was looking at today. I'm like, fuck, this could go either way. Um, Titans versus Seahawks. Do we think Titans are just gonna shit the bed again, or do you think Henry turns on the run train? If Russell Wilson keeps up the play that he had against the Indianapolis defense, they will walk out of Tennessee with a W. Um, Russell Wilson looked phenomenal yep. on Sunday against that Colts yeah. defense, and if he keeps that up, then he would have he should have no problem beating the Titans. Yeah, this I was gonna Sunday. say Lockett even had over 100 yards, two touchdowns, 24 points this week. Uh, a little bit better than Metcalf. Metcalf got what 15 or something. Mm-hmm. Still fucking good uh, for yeah, him. But yeah, you're so thinking Seahawks too. Against who? Titans. Yeah, well, yeah. so do you guys want to go game for game, do our winners? 
who we think is going to take it. Fuck it. Start so, it Thursday night, Redskins versus Giants. Yep. I have Washington. Washington. Taking the win. All day. Yep. Yeah. I don't um, trust Daniel Jones to win nothing, nope. bro. Nope. Raiders-Steelers. That's that's an interesting matchup. Raiders. No. Why? Why do you like the Raiders, Raiders. now, guys? Raiders. What do you like with the Raiders now? Because Derek Carr, baby. Did you see his game-winning drives? Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. But, he, he. I mean, he threw – he had 30 completed passes, and he had over 50 attempts. That's like half that's of okay. his pass attempts were completed. That's how like every Tom Brady game is. Also, another thing that's... to consider is they're going to the Steel City for the game. I don't know, man. Those, I got those fans are ruthless. I got... They're some of the most passionate fans in the NFL. I got Raiders, bro. I think they're going to the playoffs for sure. I'm going to take the Steelers in this one. I think that they have way more weapons than the Raiders to pull off the game. I think Steelers as well. I thought I watched the Steelers game with Adam, actually, and uh, we watched it, and we were kind of concerned the first half. They kind of couldn't get the offense rolling at all, um, and then they ended up you know, kind of pushing through at the end there. I do think the Steelers maybe find their groove and uh, bring it to the Raiders. Next game. This is a tough one. 49ers versus Eagles. I'm going to go Eagles with this one. I think the Eagles will win. I was looking at that one, too. It's a gross game. It's a gross game. You're not very high on the Eagles' offense after week one, Josh. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, but I'm even less high on the San Francisco. Yeah, with their two quarterbacks, four running backs. I'm in on the Eagles this week for them. I think they go, uh, what, 2-0? Yep, yep. Yeah, they're both 1-0 teams. I'm going to... You know, I might I might go with the Eagles on my pick, but I'm going to do... Nope, I'm going with San Fran. I okay. think the Eagles are going to flop it this week. I don't think they're going right. to do that good. Next one, the Houston Texans will be going to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Cleveland. Yep. I Dude, think, I, we saw actually, the, the Browns almost beat Kansas City. Kansas City came back that second half and did yeah, close it out. Cleveland. To, against Cleveland, yep. Cleveland. Um, it's Cleveland. Yeah, that's what I would say, too, and that's what my pick's going to be as well. I just don't get what the fuck happened with the Texans. I mean, they were just on fire for no reason. 24-13. There you go. I think I'm going to take an upset, and I'm going to take the Texans. All right. I need to have it, you need to have at least one upset. the Browns would be the upset, but... Why? That's true, because they're 0-1, but... Yeah. Uh, it, I'd say it's more so upset as betting odds for, like, Vegas. I'd say the yeah. favorite is Browns, but... Next one will be the Broncos heading to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence... Bronco. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Teddy B, um, baby. I'm, I'm going to go Broncos. Yep. The Broncos defense looked really good yep. this past Offense week. Teddy Bridgewater looked great. And I just, yep. Trevor Lawrence, is he looks a little slow to start. I'm not giving up hope on him, but I just think he still needs time. And I think that Teddy Bridgewater will I take it to Teddy's them. Teddy's ready to go. <clears throat> this next one, Saints versus Panthers. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's a toss-up. Um, I think I'm in on the Saints on this one, unfortunately. Yeah. I want to say Panthers. I really do. A but big I, division rivalry, I too. I think it's yep. going to be the Saints. Yo, speaking of Panthers, you guys see that yep. that that Panther yeah, CGI thing? Wild. 3D animation. It was dope. <laughs> they, so they took, yeah, they took the video from the video footage from the beginning yeah. of the game and ran the cgi panther through it which is pretty dope but i don't think i can go with them week two sam Darnold looked great against you know a jets defense that was dog shit um you know mccaffrey is gonna do well either way i'm almost positive you know yeah. but i think the saints still pulled this one off they're just rolling after last week yep agreed next matchup rams versus colts i'm going rams rams baby rams as well I think they're going to yep. tear through that Colts defense. Yeah. Next one in AFC East divisional rivalry. The Buffalo Bills head to Miami to take on Tua and the Dolphins. I'm going to go with the Dolphins in this one. Did you watch the game last week? I didn't. I, I, the Dolphins one? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. They did looked right? good. They looked very fluent on offense. They just have to correct a couple things, and I think they could be a good football team. Oh, yeah. And the Bills weren't able to pull it off against the Steelers at home. Bills <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that's I'm true. The Bills. You think the Bills too? I, the Bills are gonna shit on the Dolphins. I think I'm, I gotta go Bills too. I mean, yeah, it was against the Steelers. You know, the Steelers just got some good play calling. I think. I think the Bills are gonna. I'm gonna go Dolphins, Dolphins. I think. Tua did look good. Patriots go to New York to take on the Jets. 
That's easy. Jets. Jets. Patriots. <laughs> Are you actually going Jets, Josh? Yeah, I'm going Jets. Yeah? <laughs> All right, that's your upset? I think Zach, I think Zach Wilson, well... I guess it's not it's not really an upset because the better team would have or the worst team would have to beat the better team. So yours would be an upset. Okay. Okay. I think see, I'm gonna stick with the see, Jets for the too. Viewers, throw it out there. For the viewers who don't know Josh, he's just a little troll. He <laughs> says stuff that he doesn't mean. So don't believe a word that comes out no, of this kid's Jets, mouth. I think Jets is gonna be uh, Zach Wilson, I think is gonna have a really good game. Um, I, th- I saw a lot of good things on both sides. I think that game's going to be really fucking close. Yeah. Um, I think, worst case scenario, I think it's probably going to be like a 21-24 game. Maybe even like a, a 14-13-esque game where somebody misses a stupid field goal or something. Yeah. Um, it's definitely going to be a 1-3 point game for sure. Um, I just don't really know which side it's going to go, but I'm leaning the Jets. Um, yeah. Just... Okay. For some odd reason. All right. Um, hey, hey, hold last. on. Justin, hold on. Before yeah. we get to the last one, as a Patriots fan, are you worried about Damian Harris after, you know, kind of his performance, Ooh. the fumble at the end there? They got rid of, you know, Sony Michelle, their backup. Are you kind of worried about Harris or week one, see what happens? In all honesty, a little bit. Yeah? yeah. Like two fumbles that. That's pretty bad. Yeah. See, it's one thing if it gets punched out. But to just lose it from just getting hit and, like, not even making contact with the ball, that that's a little concerning. Yep. See, if if the defender comes in punches out, okay, that's a good play by the defender. But to just drop it from contact, that does have me a little worried. But Harris did look good in week one. I he think did. He yeah. did. I think he went over 100 yards. He looks like a really promising receiver – or, excuse me, a promising running back. I think that they just need to correct that mistake in practice – and if they can correct that mistake, then he's going to be a really dangerous running back for the New England Patriots. Yeah, even with those two fumbles, he still had 11 points over yep. 100 yards rushing. Yeah. So, All right, so the last noon game. Last this game. is a very tough one. I could. This is like a coin toss. Bengals versus Bears. Yeah. I just am not on I this. I got Bengals. Yeah, I know you are. I just... I mean, the new Bengals offense this year is let's protect Joe Burrow, let's get the ball out of his hands. Don't let anyone touch this dude because of last year, you know. That's what we saw against the Vikings. Obviously, it worked out well for them. They got the W. I just, it's too early for me to give them that W. I think, God, I just hate Dalton on the Bears, though, too, and that whole situation there. Dalton on the Bears is garbage. I think until they put in fields full-time, I don't think the Bears are going to win a game. Yeah, because Montgomery, you know, did good for the Bears running back. I'm going to go ahead and just say Bears with this one. I'm going to go Bears, too. Bears? In Chi-Town. Yeah, that is a, right. that's probably a good 50 To kick off one. the afternoon games, Falcons versus Buccaneers, I got the Bucks. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Buccaneers, Falcons, yeah. I got to take the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. See, we don't even need to talk about See, that. It's, no. It's one thing to take in consideration. Oh, let's talk about it. It's that um, <laughs> when you play when you play a division rival, the best of both teams always comes out. Like I've yeah. seen some horrible teams in the past take on like the best division rival, and it's always a close game. So, I think this could actually be a really good game. Obviously, Tom Brady's Tom Brady with the Bucks, but I you just can't count out Matt Ryan. I just don't think you can. What about the Super Bowl? What about the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was a flop. He sucks. It wasn't his fault. What about the last year? What about the last about year? about last week? Adjusting last week. to a new coach. <laughs> okay, but so are you downplaying the skills that he possesses? I think Matt Ryan is a second-rate quarterback now. I mm-hmm. think he's like a Jameis Winston kind of guy where you don't really Oh, yeah, where he threw Jameis Winston through five touchdowns you, and stomped on the Packers' heads. Where you don't really know what you're going to get. Hmm? Exactly, so... You're again, 30 you points or 15 points, or yeah, yeah. maybe 12. Five, I'm still going to go Bucks, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think the Falcons will play them tough. I think it's, it's going to be blowout. another blowout. Yeah, I think it's a blowout. The Bucks defense versus, I mean, look at how good the Falcons did last week, dude. And now they're playing against the top. Player. Yeah. Next game, Vikings versus Cardinals. Cardinals, Cards. easy. That defense yeah, we easy. talked about yep. gets kind of... Eat them up. Kirk's yeah, going to have a day. Titans versus Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks. 
Uh, yeah, I got Seahawks too. I think Russell Wilson's gonna light it up like he always does beginning of the year, and then he's gonna flop after like ten games. I don't know when the Titans are going to win a game, bro, unless they play against the Jets or something. I'm so pissed about last week. I'm like, I'm going for the Seahawks for this week, too. But, like, I don't know. I think the fucking Titans are dog shit now. Cowboys versus Chargers. I'm all in on the boys. Cowboys, baby. I'm going to have to go Cowboys as well. I think think Keenan Allen's going to be a good daily fantasy pick just because they're going to be from behind with the Chargers. Even last week, Keenan Allen still got 15 points. Yep. You know, if he gets a touchdown, too, that's easy 20 points. I think that's a good, uh, you know, play for fantasy this week, but I'd, I'd go Cowboys as yeah. well. Sunday night football. Wow. This is a game. Chiefs wow. going to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Lamar versus Patrick Mahomes. What do you guys got? Chiefs. You got Chiefs? You got to do Chiefs. Chiefs. Easy. Yeah, easy. I got to say Chiefs. Blowout. The Ravens just... Just kidding. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but no. it's definitely going to be a two-score game. Well, that's kind of a blowout. Wow. I think the Ravens are going to be super, super in the dirt about Monday night. Yeah. And I do not think they're going to have a good time at all. I think they're going to be, like, super down and, like, being a bunch of babies about it. I'm going to go Ravens. I, I, Ravens. I think... At listen, home. the Ravens didn't look terrible hmm. yesterday. No, they didn't. No. Like, they just made a bunch of mistakes on defense... And they're going to be at home, too. I think that they can really bring it on Sunday night and take it to the Chiefs. So that's who I'm taking. Monday night football. Packers are welcoming the Lions to Green Bay. Lions. <sighs> Lions all day. I got to bring I got to say Packers. It's going to be at home. First game at home. They're looking to, you know, make a comeback statement here. We... we, we Come on, A-Rod. We got to do something think, here, buddy. I think A-Rod's out. I think he's out of Green Bay. I think he's checked out. I think he, he doesn't give a shit what happens this year. I think he's just going to play his time until they put in Jordan Love, and then he's going to try to get traded. Or I'm going to I'm gonna take the Packers. If the Packers lose to the Lions, hey, man, they're the Lions fucked. are pretty good. They're the Lions. Jared Goff, top five quarterback this week. DeAndre Swift, top they're running back this week. Two... Uh, Detroit I'm Lions say, running backs, top five this week. I'm going to repeat what I just said again. They are the Lions. <laughs> was there more to that, or that was it? No. Just <laughs> look at history. They are the Lions. It's fair. Second longest streak without a playoff win under the Bengals. Haven't won a playoff game since 91. Damn. First team to ever go 0-16. That franchise is pathetic. You're looking at me like I have 30 heads. You know that's true. The Lions? Yeah, I mean, and they're both When two, have the uh, Lions ever been like, oh my God, they could be Super Bowl contenders? Think of one Megatron. year. Think of one. Yep. You thought that they were Super Bowl contenders. With Megatron? One player? That's like Randy Moss, bro. Yeah, and what happened the one year they did make the playoffs? Uh, Ousted in the first round against the Cowboys. With Randy Moss? Randy Moss never played for the Lions. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about Randy Moss. I'm talking about the Lions. Yeah. Randy Moss never played for them. Oh. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about the Detroit Lions. Oh, the Detroit Lions. I thought you meant the Pittsburgh Lions. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <sighs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our, that's our picks for week two of the NFL. So... We got our picks in, and we'll see how we yeah. do. <laughs> what, what, what was that for? Dude. He slowly, like, as I was making more noise, he got louder and louder and louder, <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Dude, I saw something on Instagram. Donald Trump is 6'3 and 245 pounds. Derrick Henry, also 6'3, 245 pounds. Did you see, uh, dude, actually, see, speaking of Trump, did you see him call out Biden on the UFC thing? Or yes. was it UFC? Or? No, it was uh, the Evander Holyfield versus Triller. Vitor, Beller, yep, versus Triller, Vitor Fight Club. Belfort, yep. Triller Fight Club. Um, so on September 11th, Donald Trump first went to the New York Fire Department and Police Department to honor all the heroes. And then he got on a flight, went to Florida, and commentated along with his son the boxing match. 
this past September 11th on Saturday. Yep. And the card included Vitor Belfort versus Evander Holyfield in the main event. And co-main event was Anderson the Spider Silva versus Tito the Huntington Beach Bad Boy Ortiz. And both the co-main event and main event ended in a first-round KO. Yeah, or, I saw that. Or no, the main event was a TKO. The co-main event was an absolute knockout. Anderson Silva, <laughs> I checked out on him after that giant skid that he had in the UFC after breaking his leg against Chris Weidman. And ever since then, he had only won one fight in a decision against Derek Brunson. And then he was just never the same after that leg break. And he recently took up boxing and he fought um, former champion Julio Cesar Chavez and he won the fight by split decision and he recently came out and said that he wants to keep up with his boxing career even at 45 years old so he took a boxing match against another UFC great Tito Ortiz and Anderson looked like the spider on Saturday night good head movement knocked Tito out unconscious Mm. his face went right down to the canvas and he was out and I did not expect Anderson to do that. It was crazy because the career that Anderson Silva had in the UFC, it was basically a matter of whenever he got matched up with someone, the questions would be, what is Anderson going to do to this guy? They didn't even think, does this guy have a chance? What is Anderson going to do to him? And then Chris Weidman happened. He lost, lost his title after reigning for... Eight years, I think, setting the record for consecutive days as champion with 2,400 days. And then in the rematch against Chris Weidman, he broke his leg, throwing a leg kick, and was off for two years, came back, and was just never the same. And he find he had his last fight in the UFC on Halloween of last year where he lost to Uriah Hall by TKO. And we thought this was the end of a combat sports career, but he said, no, I want to take up boxing, go back to my roots. And from what I've seen in the training, Anderson Silva, he still has that head movement that he had when he reigned as the UFC pound-for-pound number one fighter. The head movement, the really unique spider movements where he got his nickname, the spider, and he showed that against Tito by doing doing a little duck and then coming over with an overhand and knocking Tito out. I think Anderson is back. I think his mixed martial arts career is done, but he still has hands to prove it. Do you think? Uh, do you see him fighting again? Then at that point, it kind of sounds like he's boxing? looking to keep bu- boxing at that point. Yeah. After what he did to Tito on Saturday, absolutely. Yeah. You did you watch that knock? Did you watch that knockout? Uh, I believe I saw the highlight of it, but at the end, a- he was in the corner, right? He pushed him into the corner, or was that the yeah, other Yeah, Tito one? Yep. pushed him into the corner. Was like just trying to like hit him with little shots, and then Anderson yep. slipped one overhand, yep. knocked him out. Yep. And I was like, that's the spider right there. Yep, I did see that You one. know who would like to fight him? Hmm. Jake Paul. No, actually, Logan Paul called out Anderson Silva. Logan Paul's boxing now, too? He's been he's boxing. Been boxing. He's, he's, yeah, been box- he's been boxing longer than Jake has. Yeah, I know, but Jake was, like, doing it first kind of a thing. Like, he became hmm. legit first. I don't know. I think if Logan met Silva, I still think Logan would win. You think so? I I think Logan would beat him. Well, hey, you've heard it, heard it here first. Logan Paul beats Silva. Let's yeah. see what happens. And I was actually listening to the Nelk Boys podcast with Jake Paul. Oh, yeah. From a week ago. I mm. saw like half of it a week ago, and I saw the second half today. I just don't understand why Jake doesn't want to fight KSI. Like, I think that is really a fight to make. They've been jabbing back and forth. KSI kicked the shit out of his big brother. Well, I don't even think that is the thought process. I think more so it's, all right, I fought my my YouTubers. Now I fought, you know, my one UFC guy. Now I fought another UFC guy. If I go back to another YouTuber, yeah, everyone wants to see it. It would fucking sell out like none other. Probably better than all the other fights, honestly, because that many people want to see you know, Logan Paul's younger brother fight KSI, the guy that beat him twice, you know, all that. But just from, you know, that professional standpoint of building Jake Paul's, you know, winning record, I don't think it makes sense at this point, unless he gets a loss, 
then he can go and get that big and fight KSI. I don't think at this point it makes sense to not fight someone in the sport. Do you have to agree with that, Justin, or what do you think? I mean, yes and You could no. go either way. It's either it, it's really just a big payday, but I feel like he would just kind of lose some credibility going back to another quote-unquote YouTuber. Yes and no. The only reason I say yes, or the only reason I say no is because there's a story behind yep. the two. KSI beat up on Big Brother Logan. Yep. Let's see if Little Brother can come in and teach the guy a lesson. And obviously, YouTuber versus YouTuber, like, how yep. many... I think the pay-per-view between KSI and Logan Bill- Logan Paul actually did over a million. Yep. So imagine, have you like the numbers Jake's pulling in? Could you imagine those two getting together? Right. And I've seen some KSI sparring footage. He he's not bad either. No, he's not. Like I think that can make for a good fight. My only thing about Jake Paul is I don't understand why he's fighting guys that are smaller than him. Like they're all catch weight bouts while he weigh- outweighs them by like twenty pounds. It was the same thing with Logan Paul versus Mayweather. Mayweather was like 160 with Logan Paul yeah, having to cut weight to get out down to 190, having a 30-pound advantage. What? <laughs> like, what's that going to do? Yep. And <laughs> Floyd still beat him. That's true. Yeah. But, of course, Logan's like, no, I won, I won, I won. I'm like, dude, go back to the sixth round where Floyd knocked you out, no. literally held you up from getting knocked out and slapped you. Say, hey, wake up, wake up. The longer we go, the more money you make. <laughs> Logan won that fight. No, hot didn't. take. It's okay though. Go back to what you said. Go back to what you said ten seconds ago. You agreed with me. Uh, did you see uh, McGregor get into that little scuff with uh, MGK over the weekend at the awards? Yeah, he had the cane too. <laughs> what do you think about that? That guy will fight. <laughs> that guy will do anything to get his credibility back. Yeah, he was like, I don't even know who that guy is. He said like. Some little white boy or something, something like that. I don't know. I don't remember if you saw what the quote was or what. But I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on now? Why is fucking no one gives a fuck about Conor McGregor trying to start beef with MGK? Is is McGregor even still relevant after his losses no. and shit? I I think he's done. What do you mean? He still has that many followers on social media. Yeah, he's still yeah, saying he's not fighting anymore. He's done. What that makes, is hard. What so, makes you wait? What makes you think that? He's not gonna be the same. He's broken too many bones. He's gotten that was hurt his too first many times. The leg was his first one. Nah, he's done. He's old. He's washed up. He's only thirty-two. For a fighter? Yes. Okay. And do you know what the you know what the record for oldest UFC champion ever is? Mm. Randy Couture, forty-five, That's winning winning record, the heavyweight so. title. Yeah, heavyweight's easy. You just gotta be big. <laughs> Did you just say heavyweight is easy? Yeah. If you sleep Easier on a heavyweight. If you sleep on a heavyweight, you'll be in an ambulance. Yeah, but either one, they just have to get one blow and they're done. Yeah, but a heavyweight, it's a lot different. Heavyweights pack way more of a punch than that. But other, can we go back to um, the main event, Evander Holyfield versus Vitor Belfort? Yeah. As, so originally it was supposed to be Oscar De La Hoya versus Vitor Belfort. And I knew Evander Holyfield was saying that he was going to come back. I was like, okay, let's see what he got. And then I looked up his age, 58. Damn. And then I was like, no way. And I looked at some footage of like his training. I'm like, he's going to lose. Yeah. And I was watching some of the show, and people were like, oh, my money's on Holyfield. I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Have you seen him hitting the pads? He is slow. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's not the original Evander, the real deal Holyfield that was knocking out Mike Tyson, who's beating all these guys the most feared guy in the heavyweight division. He looked slow. He looked like an old man, and Vitor took it to him. Yeah. And Vitor's... Vitor, I think, weighed in around, I think, 205. And Holyfield was a little higher than that. But when I saw Holyfield get in there, I'm like, he's not winning this fight. And he got knocked down three times in the first round. The first one, I'm like, yep, he's not winning this fight. Yeah. I just don't understand the people that actually thought that Holyfield was going to win. It's a lot different when you looked at Mike Tyson's training footage for his comeback, where he looked like he had not lost a step. If anything, he got better. He got more powerful. But watching Holyfield, just the speed was all gone. Mm-hmm. Like Tyson was even saying after his fight against Roy Jones, he's like, Holyfield, let's do... Or let me try and do the voice. Hey, Holyfield, 
why don't we try and do this a third time? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That was pretty close. That was closer than the first try you did. I think you need some more hot sauce and maybe it would yeah, sound put, a little better. Put a little hot sauce on your tongue. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Poirier's hot sauce. Go to hedonist.com. Type in bet, B-E-T-T. Get 0% off your order today. More than that, more than that, more than that, pussy. All right, here you go. Now, pussy. Down the hatch. Down the hatch. What is this, the light one? So, so for those of you who don't know, after this, um, a week and a half from now, UFC 267, Brian Ortega versus Alexander Volkanovsky for the undisputed featherweight That's championship of the week? world. Next week. Mm-hmm. That's good. That after... Yeah. After a season of the Ultimate Fighter, the two will, the two coaches will finally settle their beef in the octagon live, and that is next weekend. So make sure you tune in next week where we cover that fight head to toe, up the cavity and out the cavity. Whoa, 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 whoa! Trying to steal my thunder there, buddy. Yes, I did. Thank you guys for tuning in as always. Sorry, Justin. We uh, we we, we kind of bullied bullied you a little bit on this episode, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, words are just words. Words are Ste- just words. Step in the ring with me, and let's really talk like gentlemen. All right, UFC three. Let's do it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Make sure you follow us everywhere. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Peace. Okay, do trip. I got you move it. I like how she move it. I got that new whip. Okay, do trip. I got you move it. I like how she move it.